Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy 2.15 and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton. Welcome back and happy Thanksgiving week. I'm your host, Michelle Mix. I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. I'm your host, Danielle Law. And I'm your visiting host again, Pam Lampton. And welcome back, uh, Pam. Um, We missed having you here for a while. Yeah. Um, I wanted to stop in tonight. I have a few uh, minutes available. But I want to thank you to everyone who's been praying um, for our family situation. And everybody's doing good. Um, Basically, in a brief moment, we had a great aunt who uh, had a stroke at the end of September and very healthy person. And this was a very sudden thing. And so we had to do a lot of moving around to be able to bring her back home from the hospital and physical therapy, speech therapy, and um, make a comfortable place for her. So we um, moved out of our home, moved into her place. Um, She lives next door to us right now. And um, my uh, newlywed children bought our home. So God worked out everything very fast, Um, but I've been very, very busy. I'm still working full time and taking care of uh, two 90-year-old people. Um, It's been fun. She's doing very well, very well, more than what the doctors expected. Um, But that's where I've been the last, since the end of September. So I can't believe it's been over a month. Yeah, mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, but definitely, to, definitely missed you. Yeah, and I want to thank Danielle and you guys stepping in and, no and Danielle doing all the homework and taking my place. <laughs> you know, she might have a made problem. a new job for herself, but yeah. <laughs> I'll be the sub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, so, Pam, would you like to um, open us in prayer? Yes, I'll do that. Thank you. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you, Lord, for all the many blessings that you have brought into our lives and During this time of year, during Thanksgiving, Lord, we do want to always bring thanks to you. Um, Many times we go through things that are trying and and nerve-wracking, Lord, just and basically chaotic. And it does bring us to the fact that you are the stable one. You're you're God of, of peace and all knowledge. And for you just knew everything that's happening. Lord, help us to have um, faith in you. And Lord, we thank you so much for your salvation, your free gift of salvation to us. And I pray that everyone that's listening tonight and on either Facebook Live or on demand, Lord, that you would touch the hearts of men, touch the hearts of people in every country, Lord, and but mainly bring salvation to their soul. We ask these in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <clears throat> well, we have missed is... You know, like the questions, you know, uh, we did have a question come in at one point that uh, Danielle did catch. It came in during the uh, program. Uh, Mm -hmm. So did you have any stats or any questions or anything that came in? Um, I did. I was looking at um, some stats this week, which I thought was interesting on Facebook. Um, Now, our Facebook live is live during the time that we're doing the program, but it also is available 
anytime. And then mm-hmm. they can also look up the videos. Um, the stats for the Facebook, um, I just want to go over the different countries mm-hmm. um, that are tuning into the Facebook. Um, and I found out that sometimes these may not be people that have liked our page, but have come across it and are playing the videos okay. and sharing them. Oh, good. So we have 71% of our listeners and watchers are in the United States. 10%, 10.5% is in the Philippines. We have 4.5% in India. We have 2.5% listeners in Nigeria. We have South Africa, Australia, Kenya, New Zealand, hmm. Singapore, and Uganda. Hmm. which I thought yeah, was very right. interesting. Yeah. Um, that's five different countries that have joined just in the last two months. Very good. So, and that's just the Facebook. That's um, so obviously these countries have access to Facebook and to watch these. Mm-hmm. The other thing I saw on um, the Facebook was the, what people were interested in and listening to. And it does seem like the the most sought out videos are the ones that are tell about what is the meaning of salvation. Mm -hmm. Um, More of the doctrinal things like how does grace work in a believer? That was a big one. Um, We had two segments on that. And then they're still looking those up through November. Mm -hmm. Um, The definitions have been a very big hit. And I say hit because when people go on to Facebook, They'll click to listen. Um, they may not like the page, but they are watching the videos, yeah. which I thought mm-hmm. was good. Um, the on-demand um, through the um, program um, radio, which is on-demand. On, on Voice that, America. On Voice America. Mm-hmm. They can listen at any time. And we had an uh, increase in the United States. Um, that's up to 77 listeners just in the last month. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Canada, France. We had India. And then um, a country that restricts religion altogether, that has jumped ha- over half of what we had two months ago. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So we've started out with um, 25 since the last time I've been on here, and we're up to 62. Yeah, that's oh, good. Wow. Yeah. So, All for the glory of God. Not yes. for our glory, but for God's glory. And, yes. God, and that's one thing we need to remember. It's not for what we're doing. It's what how God leads different people in different areas to grow in their diff- in their faith in a different area of their life. Mm-hmm. And especially in countries that, um, where they have laws against Christianity or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. to let them know that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. That, uh, right. That there are many of us. Yeah. So. And, you know, and, and it's funny that even though in their country that they're not allowed to listen, worship, um, you know, all that um, they're not allowed to, and for them to even seek out. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just because you're not allowed doesn't mean you don't, you're still not wanting to find Christ and right. to know what's going to happen to you, you know, after you leave this world. See, we, it, we, we know that they can, uh, and they know also that, Man can d- destroy our bodies, but they cannot destroy us. Yeah. So, right. And we, and we have to remember that, that man can destroy my body, but he cannot destroy the real me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
And we could see how people are seeking by what um, devotionals or what programs or studies are looking at. Um, we had in September over 213 or 231 listeners for how grace works in a believer. Mm-hmm. Great. So, and, um, and that followed through um, 158 um, listened through the whole program through Ephesians. Okay. Yeah. So the question was the definitions um, in scripture has been high as well for the last couple of weeks. So that that's been an interesting program yeah. too. Yeah. I, I really enjoy um, doing the definitions as well, because, you know, we can read something and, you know, you just read past through those definition or those words and, you know, how can, and, and you can't really apply it if you're not knowing what that is. Mm-hmm. So it totally changes what you're reading once you know what something means. Mm-hmm. And so. you can really enjoy your blessings and really mm-hmm. understand grace. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And how it applies to your life and, and our relationship with God. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's good, good that, that giving these uh, definitions is helpful to everyone just as much as, as it is to us. Yeah. So my plan is um, I try to keep update on the Facebook with um, scripture and then what the theme of it, of the uh, program is. Mm-hmm. Um, I do plan on expanding um, in December. Um, I like to open up an Instagram page. Um, there's a lot of people on Instagram and Facebook. They intertwine each other. Um, so that you can play the, there's a lot of people that'll be on Instagram more than they would on Facebook. So we can okay. share our videos on that. Yeah. Um, so trying to open up two pages is for a um, organization. It's kind of hard to transfer that over, mm-hmm. but that's my goal. But just wanted to step in and say hi to everybody. And I do uh, listen to you, follow you when I have time. And thanks for praying for me and our family. And you guys uh, have a happy Thanksgiving and um, enjoy your time together as a family. I um, read a little quote uh, from somebody, and I thought it was interesting how we sometimes we'll have dinner together, whatever. We don't really plan on our conversation or whatever. And I know I've been in a lot of family uh, difficult situations, you know, if someone brings up politics and Mm -hmm. someone brings Mm -hmm. up something, and it's always those fire those sticks in the fire and like okay well all right ruined the whole meal <laughs> but here's what someone someone had said before they said pray beforehand ask god to give you the wisdom grace and patience for those intense moments when they arise or while interacting with difficult family members now we have to be human we know we have difficult family members so i just want to encourage everybody to not just have your Thanksgiving just because of all the food and everything and all the time to get together, but remember who should be the center of our thanks and our mm-hmm. center of our, of our praise and Thanksgiving and, and um, be thankful for of the people that are around and uh, um, take their souls precious to your heart because, mm-hmm. you know, from day to day, you never know what's going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, we, yeah. and we're, we're saved by grace. And we should also walk by grace. And that's just like he was talking about dealing with with other people and the family members and stuff. We always deal with them with grace mm-hmm. or under grace. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah, good Hi. thoughts going into Thanksgiving. <clears throat> we appreciate you uh, jumping in here today, Pam. Yeah, it's nice seeing everybody. And hopefully t- next week I can uh, start full time. I actually have two different calls on my phone and <laughs> another text message of my next door neighbors. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> they don't understand time. I mean, if you're in your home 24-7 all the time, and you don't go anywhere. Yeah then I think you kind of think everybody does the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But love them. We love them. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I love you guys. You're definitely okay. a blessing to them, I'm sure. So yeah. love you and um, have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll yeah, you, you too. Week. We'll see you. Okay. Love you guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. All righty. Okay. Well, it was nice that uh, she dropped in. And so this week, we're still doing our definitions of uh, the terms, scripture text. Uh, So uh, just as a reminder, we have 11 definitions, and we um, started with righteousness, imputation, justification, grace, redemption, propitiation, faith, and now we're to number eight, remission. All righty. Remission, uh, the definition of remission is basically means forgiveness, to send away, to loose, or to release. So, um, Romans 3.25 says, Whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. Yes. The, uh, the Greek word, avesis, is translated both remission and forgiveness. There are, however, two types of forgiveness taught in the Bible. Before the cross, men were offered a temporary forgiveness. But after the cross, the message of total, complete forgiveness was made known by the Apostle Paul through the revelations of uh, given to the Apostle Paul from the risen Christ. In the Old Testament, in Leviticus 4 and 5, when the priest, the common people, or the rulers committed certain sins, an animal sacrifice was offered to God for their forgiveness. The Day of Atonement, Leviticus 16, was a special day in which once a year the high priest would take two goats one he would sacrifice into the altar and take the blood within the vial into the Holy of Holies and sprinkle it upon the mercy seat for the sins of the congregation. We're talking about the nation of Israel. For the, for the sins of the congregation of Israel. Afterwards, the high priest would lay his hands upon the other goat and confess all the sins of Israel then that goat would be taken into the wilderness and set free. This was a picture of forgiveness. They're released from their sins and sending them away. The whole ceremony is a type of redemption and propitiation by the blood of Jesus Christ and complete forgiveness of sin through him. Under the the ministry of John the Baptist and the 12 apostles, in um, Matthew Acts, or Matthew through Acts, Acts 8, the mid part of Acts, remission, forgiveness of sins was offered through repentance and water baptism. 
works plus faith. Okay. Okay. And and Mark one four. Says, oh, before you go into that, let me uh-huh. let me say that um, the in times past they didn't know how the uh, blood of animals did that mm-hmm. because they didn't know about the cross, but. Through Paul's revelations from the risen Christ, now we know, we look back and know how that was, uh, how that works, worked for them. That Christ's death, burial, and resurrection on the cross not only took, took the sins away from ages now for this age of grace, plus times past, all those sins, and they, they came through by faith, but it's all faith, Okay. Yeah, and I'm I generally um I'm always questioning um things or thinking really hard into things. So I can imagine if I was back in those times uh before Christ and you know with a sacrificing the lamb, um giving the blood, I would probably, you know, wonder because if at that time we had no idea there was a cross and Jesus dying on the cross, you know, because I can understand that, but back then you know, like how did killing that lamb who that was my friend, um, you know, I mean, if I raised the lamb, you know, how killing that lamb. And I, I guess I would assume that it's like, OK, so I sacrificed something I really liked and that's what's going to forgive me of my sins. So I guess back in those times, I probably would have really had a lot of questions. Yeah, they wouldn't reckon they wouldn't understand the mechanism of it mm-hmm. and, and yeah. how a righteous God how a righteous God through that blood would save them. So, yeah. But not until the cross, not until the cross. Now we understand and we understand how it worked then. And, and then the, and the simplicity that, um, yeah. you know, just That's accepting right. that grace, you know, That's for right. him dying on the cross for all of our sins. Um, so um, I'll read Mark one, four, and then we're going to go to break uh, Mark one, four. John did baptize in the wilderness and preach the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. So um, hold on to that. We'll be right back. We're going to break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to the radio program, Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Mix at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Now, back to Why Paul? And welcome back. Happy Thanksgiving week. I'm your host, Michelle Mix. I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Danielle Law. And we are on remission. That's the definition that we are working on. Okay, where we left off with Michelle, um, reading Mark 1-4. Mm-hmm. That baptism was a water baptism for the nation of Israel. And uh, water baptism, uh, uh, that's works and faith for the remission of sins. Today, under the, this age of grace, it's faith and faith alone. There's no works mm-hmm. involved in it. Mm-hmm. So. The water baptism was for the nation of Israel okay. and under the law system. Okay, Daniel. Um, Acts 2, 38 says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This message and practice was for the purpose of calling out believing remnant of Israel and the cleansing of the believing nation by comparing acts 238 with acts 319 is clear that this offer every mission was only a pardon for their sins until the second coming of Jesus Christ when Israel Israel sins nationally will finally be blotted out you have to remember the the difference is the body of Christ when we receive when we believe believe the gospel our sins are t- our sins are blotted out israel w- there's the little flock in israel when w- their sins are blotted out when christ returns mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay and acts 238 says then peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 3.19 says, Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And, that, yeah, and that's when Christ returns, is when that's the time of refreshing for the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. It is upon the conversion of the Apostle Paul in Acts 9, along with the message of grace revealed to him and his unique ministry to the Gentiles that God has sent, set Israel's, Israel's promises of a national forgiveness aside and along with it, forgiveness through water baptism during the present age of grace. 
other words, he set both those aside, the water baptism and the nation of Israel for a time. Jesus Christ's death on the cross is now the basis for all forgiveness, Jew or Gentile, by the way. Mm-hmm. We're all Therefore, the Yeah, that's right. Therefore, animal sacrifices have also been done away with as well. And Hebrews 9.22 shows clearly that there is no forgiveness apart from blood. Hebrews 10.4 goes on to say that the blood of animals is not sufficient either. Okay. And Hebrews 9.22 says, And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood is no remission. And that's true. That's true in times past. Uh, this, uh, but now this age of grace and ages to come. And as that, remember, that, that same state, that statement mm-hmm. is true all through all three. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. And re- the reminder, remission basically means forgiveness to send away to lose or release. Yes. Okay. And then Hebrews um, 10, 4, uh, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. So as in Romans chapter three teaches only the blood of Jesus Christ can bring the remission of sins to lose them, to release them. His blood provides total removal of our sins. Sins are, sins are taken away once and for all, which are permanently by Christ's work on the cross. And that's why um, as believers, we, we still have that sin nature and, and we do sin. Uh, we work not to sin, uh, to set it aside. But we don't have to keep asking for forgiveness over and over and over because he has taken away the sins past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. So, Danielle. Um, Hebrews 10.10 10 says, by which will we are sacrificed through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And Hebrews 10, 14, for by one offering, he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. And then Hebrews 10, 17, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. That's right. He's, he's taken away that um, marking those sins down against us. He's taken that away, and he's taken the tablet that even recorded our sins. He's taken all of that away. Mm-hmm. This is why Paul speaks about our forgiveness in this age of grace. As unconditional and in the past tense, we as believers do not need to pray for forgiveness since we have already received full forgiveness in Christ. There is no, no sense in us begging and begging and begging for forgiveness when he has already done it. He did that before we were born. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as believers, we're now in Christ. Our old sin nature is nailed to the cross, and we're a brand new creation. So in a sense, as a brand new creation, we don't have a past. Right. So, okay. And in Ephesians 1, 7 says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians 4, 32 says, and be ye kind one to another, 
tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. And that kind of goes back to what Pam was talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Fighting with this, that, and the other, or getting upset over it. We're to operate under the grace system, not Mm -hmm. under the law system, under grace. Mm -hmm. Um, Colossians 1.14 says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Um, Colossians 2.13, and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. How many? All. All? Mm -hmm. What does all mean? Means all. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Past, present, future? Yeah. Yep. Go ahead, Daniel. Colossians 3.13. Uh, Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. That's right. And I'll also share um, a verse from Judith from Facebook real quick before. Okay. You go into yours. Um, so I'm. So if we turn to Romans five, uh, go down to ten and eleven. Okay. And I'll Romans share five, that. Ten and eleven. Uh huh. For if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom we have now received the atonement. Yeah, that's, that's good information, and, and that's something that should give us a lot of joy and confidence in our walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate those uh, comments from the listeners. Yes. Yeah. So keep them coming. So. Yeah. Okay, everything we have said so far pertains to the Greek word asesis. However, the word remission in Romans 3.25 is um, parasis. Parasis, I guess. No, but whatever it is, a different Greek word. <laughs> <laughs> we can spell it P-A-R-E-S-I-S. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I always think they always, they always sound different or sound different than what they're spelled. The spelling, yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> the and the passing over a debt. Romans 3:25 is saying God sent Christ forth to be a satisfying sacrifice for sin, which declares the truth that God was righteous in passing over those sins in past ages. This refers to the sin of the Old Testament saints. More will be said about this under the meaning of the word forbearance. Okay. And would it be annoying to you if if you told someone, <clears throat> I forgive you, but then every day afterwards for the rest of your life uh, that I came to you and I said, can you please forgive me? Mm-hmm. Even though I've already said, <clears throat> I've already, I've already said, I forgive you. But now, now you keep coming back to me and asking me, can you forgive me? Yeah, that yeah, would be annoying. Yeah, it is annoying, and it, and it would be um, um, 
actually would be a, a black mark against God when Christ, when he says, I forgave all your sins. Mm-hmm. And then we start questioning that. And I, I would feel like, well, you didn't trust me. Yeah. yeah right. And I said, like, did you really forgive me? Yeah. Yeah. So not only would it be annoying, it would hinder the growth of your relationship. So in because now you're you would be annoying to me. Um, yeah. Instead of leaving the sin behind and growing closer, it is brought up again day after day, hindering both the growth and enjoyment of our relationship. So many people who say they believe their sins are forgiven, they spend most of their praying time begging God to forgive them. Mm-hmm. Growth and joy. Yeah. Growth and joy, and, you know, sometimes we're taught that way, you know, growing up, yeah. that you have to continually do that. Yeah, you always had to go down to the altar and beg and beg and beg, and mm-hmm. and if you were really good, he would forgive you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that puts us in bondage. That, that is so discouraging. Yeah. Because growth and joy are hindered all because a person refuses to believe that they have been offered complete forgiveness for all their sins. Besides, a person would practically be calling you a liar if you said, I forgive you, but they keep asking you for forgiveness. So my sins past, present, and future have been put away by God forever since I believed. Now, rather than asking for forgiveness every day, I thank him for it. And I move on to grow in my relationship with my Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So if you know that you have received the salvation, which is through Christ by faith alone, and you know that your sins are paid for, but yet you walk around carrying the guilt of your sins, you have not yet come to enjoy and rejoice in your salvation. So we need to do what Paul says in Philippians 3.13. Um, And I'll read Philippians 3.13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Um, What about the sins of the people who lived before Christ died? How can God save them? Okay, we'll read on to uh, forbearance, won't we? And uh, Karen, a Facebook listener, um, says, or so as we were talking about that, uh, you know, continually asking the forgiveness, she says, or you would you feel like you're out of fellowship with God if you don't continually ask for that forgiveness. So now, again, you're putting that on yourself. Mm -hmm. That's, That's why we don't go by feelings. We don't go by denominations or whatever. We go by the word of God. What does the word say? Mm -hmm. Because we want to know what God has to say about it. And if we rightly divide the word of truth and and go to the revelations given to the Apostle Paul, Romans through Philemon, then we will uh, understand the word of God. And that gives us comfort and freedom and liberty and and the... um, uh, gratitude to continue on in grace and continue on as ambassadors in the work of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to move to our next definition. It moves right into it. Um, forbearance. Okay. Forbearance is uh, patiently waiting for the payment of a debt. So, so he's saying forbearance, 
God is very patient and he's waiting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Romans 3.25 says, Whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. God has patience with us. Mm -hmm. As we have taught the word remission, as used in Romans 3.25, refers to the passing over a debt. This leads us right into the word forbearance. What Romans 3.25 is saying is that God sent Jesus Christ forth to be a, a satisfying sacrifice, propitiation, for our sins, which declared uh, two truths. One, it is by the propitiation of Jesus Christ that God declares the Old Testament saints righteous. And the only, and the, and the only time we knew that is when Paul came on the scene and through the revelations from the risen Christ. Now we understand that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And without Paul's revelation, if, if you took Romans through Philemon out, what would you have left? There would be no salvation for us, see? Mm-hmm. Right. because the salvation was only to Israel, but yes. now it's to the Gentiles, for all Gentiles and Jews. Go ahead, Daniel. Notice the phrase, sins that are past. These are not our past sins, but the sins of those who lived and died before the Lord Jesus Christ ever came into this world. Now that he has come and made the satisfying payment for all of mankind's sins, God can now declare those Old Testament believers righteous. Before Jesus Christ died, God instructed them to offer an animal sacrifice for their sins. But as we learned in our last study, the blood of bulls and goats could never take away sins. Hebrews 10.4 and Romans uh, 3.25 now informs us that from the time of Abraham, uh, Adam until Christ, God was passing over the Old Testament believers' sins, patiently waiting for the time when Jesus Christ would come and actually pay off their debt of sin. Now that he has accomplished that, God can declare them righteous. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll go to Hebrews. Okay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. 
If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com and the Voice America Empowerment Channel. listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul and welcome back i'm your host michelle mix i'm your host uh, michael mix and i'm your host danielle law and if you, uh, we talk a lot about our Facebook listeners. If you ever want to find us on Facebook, you go to facebook.com forward slash 14, 14th Street Online Bible Study, and you'll find us. Um, you'll be able to see us. So as uh, Danielle had um, talked, she said now that he's accomplished that, that God can declare them righteous. Um, so that leads me into Hebrews 10.4. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. In Genesis 3.15, God promised to take care of man's sins debts. Since his word is good credit, the Old Testament believers were saved back then, even though their sins were not paid off until hundreds or thousands of years later by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always remember that Jesus Christ, the, the cross is the center of everything from times past till but now and ages to come all look towards the cross. Because of the cross, it, it was, it's our, um, God has opened it up because man couldn't do it himself. Man couldn't obey the law. But God has set everything apart because he wants us, he wants you, and he made it possible for you to come directly to him without any works. Christ Mm -hmm. did it all. Just having that faith. Yep. Faith and belief. Um, Genesis 3.15 says, and I will put uh, enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So the second truth which propitiation declares is found in Romans 3.26. Romans 3.26 says, To declare, I say, at this time, his righteousness, and he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Very good. It's all through all points of Christ and the works Mm -hmm. Christ did. It is by the propitiation of Jesus Christ that God declares the New Testament saints righteous. We have taken note other note other fra- uh, phrases. Sin that our pa- sins are past in verse twenty five. Now notice in phrase at this time in verse twenty six, 
And in verse 25, we have seen the basis through which God can declare the believer of, of old righteous, declare them righteousness. Verse 26 now declares that some basis to be true today. God, God declares the believers who lived after the cross righteous as well. The only difference is that we now know how, how God can be just in saving believing sinners. Whereas those before in, in, in these, this age did not know. God is both just and a justifier of them which believe in Jesus Christ. Since the, since the one-time full payment and satisfying sacrifice for sins have been made, there is no longer any need for animal sacrifices, nor works or man's part to be offered to God for his sins. In Romans 3, 27 through 28, concludes the whole matter. Since our salvation was accomplished by the Lord Jesus Christ, works on the cross and not by our own works. And since God declares the believers, believing sinner righteous upon faith in the blood of Christ, upon the Christ, then there can be no boasting or a part. So what he did at the cross, his death, burial, and resurrection, that was full payment, that shedding of blood, that blood sacrifice, and was absolutely perfect for our salvation. Mm-hmm. And completely nothing we did. That's right. No works on our part. It was free gift. As you mentioned, Romans 3.27 through 28. I'll go mm-hmm. ahead and read that. Okay. Um, where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. And you can't mix grace and law. They don't mix. You either have law or you either have grace. Mm -hmm. We are just sinners saved by grace. The conclusion is a man is declared righteous before God by faith without the deeds of the law. And the question is, are you a believer? The conclusion has been made in the scriptures. It is not in agreement with many churches, religions, or denominations, but it is the truth because it's God's conclusion. The Bible says in Romans 3, 4, let God be true, but every man a liar. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's not what man says, it's what does God say. And we yeah. find God's word in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Romans 3, 4 says, God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings and mightest overcome when thou art judged. So make sure you're not trusting in your religion, your church, your baptism, your background, uh, trusting in your morals, ethics, or your goodness to save you, because they can't. Trust only in Jesus Christ and his work on Calvary to save you. That is the only way. Right. And if Jesus Christ died, this is kind of like a question. If Jesus Christ died for the sins of the whole world, 
What change has it accomplished? Well, the, the change, one of the changes is the reconciliation. And of course, uh, to get that forgiveness, to get that salvation, that eternal life from God, if, if you believe, if you realize that you're a sinner and you need a savior and that you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, if you believe that he died for your sins, shed his blood to pay for this, the sin debt, was buried and rose the third day, and now sits at the right hand of God. If you believe that in your heart, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, if you believe that in your heart without works, but believe in faith only, the word of God says you become a new creation in God. Mm-hmm. And you're heir and joint heir with Jesus Christ. And you and he declares you righteous. Mm-hmm. And that um, actually brings us to another definition, okay. uh, which is number 10. We're getting right through those definitions, which is reconciliation. So reconciliation means to restore to friendship and fellowship. Very good. Romans 5.10 says, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. That's right, in him. And he, he died for us so we could live, and he rose again so we could live with him. Mm-hmm. and have eternal life. Uh, and I'll read Romans 3, 21 through 28. Okay. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus Christ. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Yeah, and, and I know that we were raised, raised in a church that added law to grace. Mm-hmm. And, and we were saved by grace but we had to do works to maintain our salvation. Mm-hmm. And, and when Christ died on the cross, he covered our sins, he saved us. And, uh, and there's no works that we can do to maintain that. When we're in Christ, we're in forever. It's eternal. Apart from the words used in Romans 3.21 through 28, Clarifying the gospel message for today is another word used in Romans 5.10, reconciled. This is actually the theme of God's message to man today. Mankind, because of his sin and rebellion against God, 
has been cut off from any relationship with God. This is what we mean when we say man is a poor, lost sinner. In fact, he was more than that. As a result of man's rebellion against God, he has become an enemy of God. So if you're, uh, if, if you're an unbeliever, non-believer, you're an enemy of God, as we were at one time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, for man to have God as his enemy is a lost cause for man. Since God is holy and just and righteous, the fault of this breakdown in the relationship was on man's part. So God does not need to be reconciled. Man does. But what can men do? He is incapable of righting his wrong. He is in need of a, a mediator. And God in his grace has provided one, the God man, who is the Lord Jesus Christ. His death, which was for the complete payment of our sin, is the basis for our reconciliation back to God. Romans 5.10 says, For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we should, we shall be saved by his life. Now that's good news. Very good news. Mm-hmm. As the Bible unfolds the wonderful message of reconciliation, the problem is traced all the way back to the first man, Adam. By his disobedience, all mankind became sinners. In Romans 5, 12 through 19, on the other hand, by the obedience of our Lord Jesus Christ, the provisions has been made for all mankind to be made righteous. And in 5.12, wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. And 5.19 says, for as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Yeah, when we speak of the works of reconciliation in behalf of all of mankind, we are speaking of something unique to this present age. In the book of Genesis, from chapters 1 to 11, nation, nations were formed. These are the Gentiles. As a whole, the Gentiles turned from God in rebellion, and God cut them off from himself. From Genesis 12, all the way through the balance of the Old Testament and into the New Testament, actually the, the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is part of the Old Testament, until midway through the book of Acts, God had created and chose to deal with only one nation, which was Israel. During this time, the Gentiles were God's enemy in Ephesians 2, 11 through 12. And so as we leave this week, we thank everyone for joining us. Um, and remember, uh, his death, burial, resurrection, accept that free grace. And we give that grace as we um, fellowship with our families this week. And we will see everyone next week. Thank you for coming. Now I'm 
have been listening to Why Paul. Visit us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com. And please join Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program. Yeah.